Hey guys, it's me, Jen. And I'm Liam, and welcome to Unlimited Time Magic. Where the magic is you. Enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on Main Street. Bye! Oh my god, Jen, you scared me. And literally, this is my wedding day. Why would you wear the same thing as me? Because I want to upstage the bride. Yeah, so this is the very first ever episode of Unlimited Magic with Jenna being recorded during a hurricane. And that's, and that's the truth. And that's the truth. We never did that before. Rock me like a hurricane. So good. Um, What are you seeing on the ground? It is right now, it is 220 on Wednesday. Wednesday. Which okay. the eye of the storm or like the center of it is supposed to pass through um, somewhere on like this evening. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm giving you Jen Aniston. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we just are hunkered down. We have a lot of food. We got, we got some water. We got a lot of ginger ale. Um, and- what brand ginger ale? Oh, Seagram's? Dry. I need to post that on Patreon. No, it's a little gross. It's a little bloody. Um, it's my wisdom teeth video. Patrons, if you want to see it, message me. Um, so my friends, my friends, welcome to Unlimited Time Magic with Jen and Liam, your podcast about Disney and mental health and taking care of yourself. Um, and this is our actual, not only is it our first hurricane episode, but it is our first two-parter. So Miss Jen LaForge uh, up top there, um, Brady Bunch in it on top. She is um, traveling all the way to Hawaii. Oahu, Hawaii. We are leaving for Alani on Sunday. And I am very excited, but it occurred to us that we needed to get two weeks worth of podcasting done while we were in California. Okay, in my defense, I did not mean to schedule everything so close together. I had a yes, little you bit. You of, love you love self sabotaging though. Of like clearly a week. I must. Sounds great. Evidence would prove that I do because I think I am still in revenge travel mode. I am still like I can, so I shall. And you know when you schedule things on paper, you think, yeah. oh yeah, that's fine. It's fine. That's a that's a week. I and then you week. do it. And then you do it in your in reality. You're going, why do I hate myself? And but, literally me scheduling anything with Jen, I'm like, is it okay if we do this five days apart before you travel? And she's like, and again, it's Jen. She's like, it's fine. And then she'll show up to the meeting and be like, and we just have to have a meeting. Yeah, I'm I'm difficult. I, no, I'm the first not. to admit that I'm difficult. I'm worth There's, it, but I'm, I think, no, oh, I am. and that's emotional and she's worth it. I, I am. And you I, are. I can attest as your friend and confidant. Listen, Listen. you get a lot with this. A lot of there's good, there's bad. You're you're target. You're not, you're not public. I'm not low maintenance. I'm low maintenance in the term. Let's talk about me some more. I'm low maintenance in the realm of like women being low maintenance or high maintenance, which I actually hate that term anyway. But when in terms of like business and work and scheduling I am not low maintenance and you're also very straightforward and I think sometimes in your personal life you're like oh I'm gonna beat around the bush just a little bit uh but business Jen no mm-mm. I don't because mm-mm. you know why mm-mm. who's got time for that I don't no have got time. time for that I like concise communication yes you do don't be vague don't gaslight don't Period. like be passive aggressive to where the person has no idea what you're saying 
Mm-hmm. Say yes if you mean yes. Say no if Don't you mean no. no. And both are valid because you are valid. And let valid me talk about sense. this really quick. So to touch on two-part episode, part one today, you have it in your ears. You have it live on YouTube. We are talking all things Oogie Boogie Bash. The first time Jen LaForge and I have been to the event. Uh, of ever. Course, and, ever. And we didn't really even do that much research before we left. We like it wasn't research. like- We saw yeah. what we did on Instagram and that was it. Um, and of course, your favorite and mine, Dr. Sarah Merrill. Cue the applause. And uh, of my beautiful friend, Kelsey, that I was so excited to introduce to Jen and Sarah, because I've known her for so long. absolutely wonderful. We were a good, I, I took a really, remember that picture I took of the four of us where you guys were like, we are not going to look into the sun to take this picture. And I'm like, the light is good. You most certainly are. And it's like, it I'm was gonna funny. Count it was three, beautiful. And you're all going to open your eyes. But our skin looked flawless. All four of us looked fantastic. So I will send it and you can right, use no, it for and maybe I'll thumbnail or something. Yeah. Um, so such a beautiful little experience. So today you are going to hear all things that, and it worked out amazingly because I was like, oh God, what are we, are we really going to try to fit Oogie Boogie and our Disneyland trip all in one episode? That's a lot. Like it's a lot. And I was like, wait, we'll just split it up. And so, um, it worked out beautifully. Um, and my little, uh, so before we talk about Oogie Boogie, cause there is a lot, we have a lot to say, um, this week was a little like rough on me emotionally when it comes to, and I won't get into it too deeply because I want to respect everybody's privacy that's in the situation, but very close people in proximity to me. I set like some really healthy boundaries this week. And I I went back to my therapist after like two or three weeks um, because that's how often I see her. And I just explained the situation. I literally, the minute y'all that it happened, this kind of altercation, this conversation, I wrote everything down on a notepad, like everything. I don't know why so nobody smart. told, well, I mean, nobody told me to do it, but I just said, I'm no, feeling a lot. No, it's so smart. And I put it all down on paper. I brought it to my therapist, literally. And I said, I don't feel guilty. Like, I don't feel guilty. I don't feel shameful, which often I feel like guilty is a somewhat useful emotion, but shame has no, no power. And well, so I, and I'm the reason that was such a good call though. And I want to reiterate what good job you did. And I'm so proud of you for that because you can't trust your mind. Remember correctly when things are very emotionally charged. So when you do the act of journaling, right, when it happened, right. you can then make sure that you are remembering correctly and not in, we, when we don't know things for sure, we fill in what we don't know. And then that right. becomes something we think is true when it actually is not true. So continue. Right. And it was just like that, that's kind of it because I went into this vacation with that situation just happening. And I really questioned at the beginning, one, if I should even go, two, um, am I even going to enjoy myself? Like, am I going to have a good time, uh, especially when, when these people were so close, are so close to me? Um, and when I went to my therapist, my therapist literally was like, and I looked at her and at the end of it, I, I looked at her and I was like, so this is what growth feels like. Because sometimes growth feels should feel, and, I, and I'm victim to this all of the time. I want it to feel like, <gasps> like a Raven Baxter moment. And that's a Raven. You're like, <gasps> They're like, I'm growing. <laughs> yeah, versus, you have to zoom in to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> like versus growth is small. Like growth isn't, if you hear some wrestling, that is my cat um, going to the bathroom. His apartment is infested by rats. That's what it is. Uh, I have opened my doors to Mickey and Minnie. 
Um, but growth feels small, especially growth and, and boundaries. And it's so funny because I felt so much as a kid, me wanting to set those boundaries and me talking through my emotions, but never feeling validated to do so. Um, and again, I have amazing parents who tried. We all just tried. Nobody did anything. Yeah, but more. there's a muscle memory there too that I think even when, I, see, I think sometimes when we're dealing with hard wired patterns in family right. relationships, right? your muscle memory says this thing that I did that I know was healthy feels abnormal. You, you fight this feeling with family of I did an unkind thing when it comes to boundaries. But then you realize that's because my muscle memory sets things up in an unhealthy way. And, and it feels weird because I'm not used to this. Does that right. make sense? No, it makes complete sense. And it's, um, and I got into the vacation and everything was great. I, I, and it just was like a weird, almost like adulty moment that I'm like, oh, this is what this feels like. Jen, mm -hmm. you mentioned it previously. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a whole lot of knowledge on what... Oogie boogie, bash. oogie boogie bash. No, we did not. We had no other than the pretense that Oogie would be there and we Correct. would boogie. Mm -hmm. um, there's rare characters. There are treat trails, though I've heard the treat trails weren't as hoorah as the Disney. That's what I had heard, right? Mm. Now they weren't, they didn't just, they didn't give you a lot of candy. They were like, eh, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll keep my expectations low. And I think that's how we walked into the event. The event costs how much? 120? How much did we spend? Something like, something like. We had a discount because I think we used my, DVC, I, I bought them. And I think I was able to use either my DVC or my AP discount at Disneyland. 118 maybe? I don't know. Anyways, it was basically the price of a day ticket. Correct. The event um, I want to start, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to bring out my notes because literally, Jen, what, what is the, I'm going to talk about my main three things that I really, really enjoyed about the event. Jen, what is mm -hmm. just one thing that stood out to you from the beginning that you were like, oh, we're going to have a good time or a bad time? But yeah. Time. So we did that Agatha interaction pretty early in the night. And to me, like set tone for the whole night. Because the woman that um, was the friend of Agatha, what her, I can't even, if you have not seen it on our Instagram account, like we need to patrons, I'm sure we'll post it over on um, Patreon, Patreon for you guys. Her interaction with Liam, and I'm sure we'll get more into this, so I'm not going to dwell on this right now, but the, if I am, as we know. I'm very cynical when it comes to interactions with face characters. I get weird about it. I feel like it's super awkward. To be quite frank, a lot of the times it, it doesn't meet expectations. Now, my exceptions to that have always been Tiana is always amazing. I don't know why. Like every Tiana, it, she, she's just amazing. Um, but this Agatha interaction blew my mind. Okay, right. so that kind of set the tone for the evening. The parade exceeded my expectations by a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I really didn't, because I love um, Mickey's Booty Not So Scary. I love Booty You so much that did not expect to love that parade. I loved, loved that parade. We'll get more into that. But the thing that I will remember forever that will make me literally buy tickets to that again 
just so I can experience it again was the Villains Grove, which I still don't really have adequate words to describe what it was. So when I had trouble online uh, finding like descriptions for what it is, I'm not surprised that no one could really tell you what it is because it's one of those things you just have to go and experience it. So what were those things for you, the three things? Well, let me talk about them. Um, I actually quite similar. Um, so for any of you who don't know, I dressed, I wanted to dress up, but I'm lazy and I don't like wearing layers. Um, so, or anything heavy. So I decided to go as Agatha Harkness and I believe it's the seventies or eighties episode. I think it's the seventies. Cause I think it's, uh, I think Wanda's in the Brady Bunch era. No, let me just tell you it's eighties because, um, the notched collar and the outfit, it was the eighties. I know because I lived it. I was and there, babe. You, and you were there. Um, I was there. But, and I, it, it's literally, maybe she films two scenes in the outfit. It's, it's very specific. And it's the bike scene, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, when Wanda goes outside and Agatha and Ralph are by the fence. Um, and I just loved that outfit a lot. And I said, oh, I could recreate that easily. And so I got uh, the outfit right. together. So I dressed up in her costume and then I found the brooch itself that she wears throughout the entire scene. How did you find that, by the way? Etsy. Okay, because that was insane that you found yeah. the brooch. And I was like, and I've had it for like a year because I wanted to do Oogie Boogie last year. So I was like- I didn't realize you'd had it for a year. Yeah, I, I kept it for a while. I was like, Liam, you need to do this outfit. I was going to not do it again, but I was like, Liam, do it. And so I put it together. Very simple. It's literally a sweater. Like, it's not that crazy. But we we could just talk about this interaction now because it it really was a great, Jen put it very well, that it set up the event because Jen, Sarah, and Kelsey and I, we all were like, cool. So there are some uh, characters that are traditional meet and greet. Wait in a line, you take a photo. For example, right. Captain Hook and Smee were by um, Pacific Wharf. Uh, Mickey and the Fab Five were all dressed as up in their Kingdom Heart costumes, which was super cute. That was a long queue. But there are other characters that they, I'm pretty sure they adapted this from COVID, was you went to a treat trail to get candy, the character happens to be there on a stage-like platform. So, so when you guys said pictures for like, um, what's the guy from Coco? Um, um, oh, dang it. Now neither one of us can remember, but the bad guy from Coco, that's the big singer, you know, mm -hmm. that guy, Ernesto. he was that way, Ernesto. Ernesto, Madame Mim was that way, which I didn't experience, but you did. I loved it. Like right. that was, I wish they would change to that because let's just face it. I'm not going on a treat trail to get candy. I can go to Walmart and get a big old thing of candy if that was what I was after, you know, that right. you do it for the character interactions. Sid was that way. Mm -hmm. Um, it anyway okay I want to tell the story because you experienced it and I feel like you don't have an adequate you're not going to remember it right because it was too <laughs> intense so we get there and she's talking to people but it's a little awkward and Liam had said this because we'd seen the Sid interaction first um Sid from Toy Story and with the Sid interaction he was like so far away and so loud that he really couldn't hear anybody talking to him. So that wasn't so cool because he couldn't really interact with people. And it's even not if he Sid's fault to. either. Like no, just, totally. That was that was a sound issue. Um, but um, Agatha 
was it was a much smaller space and mm -hmm. she was not nearly as popular, right? I don't know why, who wouldn't want to go see Agatha Harkness, but she was over in the, the Marvel area. And there's like a crowd in front of her chatting with her. She sees Liam and instantly knows, which is pretty incredible when you think about all of the costumes. Check that us out on wore. Instagram. It is not like it's not a big outfit. If you have not seen WandaVision multiple times, you would have no idea what he was dressed as. Okay. No idea. She points him out from the back of the crowd and is like, come forward come forward. And she goes off. She is like, I have seen 500 Wanda's tonight. I have not seen anyone who has made this choice, this. And then, and then she notices that he's wearing the brooch and she loses her mind. I'm like the whole reaction was so in character and so amazing. And of course, Liam was losing his mind and I'm trying to film and Kelsey's trying to film. And I'm like, are we doing vertical or horizontal? Are we doing it was chaos but yeah. it was just and, and she went on she spent a lot of time with you like yeah. she was checking out the whole outfit it was beautiful I it was, I, really was one moment. of those moments that like all of the different Disney moments that I have that one is going to stick with me for a long time it's, she was amazing she was amazing and it's what Jen was talking about situationally too because of course I can't really turn off my cast member brain I I, I I kind of feel bad for characters slightly because you get you don't really get talked to very much. And so you're kind of just there. Like I always call it the um, Disney Springs statue effect. You know, the Cinderella and Aurora statue awkwardly standing outside of Wonderful World of Disney or whatever it's called, WAD. Um, and you're like, you're, you know, your daughter will go take a photo with the statue of Cinderella. Like it's just a cute little photo op. Sometimes it feels like that when Agatha is a real human being that can talk to you and you can and ask her anything. Most people are really bad at improv too. That's the other thing. Most people have right. no, it's not that they're being rude. They just don't know how to interact like that. They're, they right. haven't all taken 15 improv classes like you and I have. So they're correct. You. And, uh, but like Jen said, Agatha was incredible and she knew and she, she really did flip out over the brooch. She was like, what? She's like, it's an heirloom. And we have that on video. Cause like the minute that she saw the, like she, and she was like, be careful with that. I, I was just, uh, it was just great. And just the fact and the photos that she were great. knew, just the fact that it's she It's straight knew. up a black sweater and a yellow shirt is straight up what it is. It, so it was it crazy. Was, no, it was crazy. And I want to give a huge shout out to, to the photo pass photographer at Avengers Campus. Did not catch her name. I tried my best to write as many names down as I could. I didn't do that because I was like taking photos actively, but she was really great. And she was like, she really did spend time with every single um, family uh, to really get as many photos as we wanted, as she wanted. I want to talk to, that was an incredible experience, but like Jen had mentioned, we saw Ernesto, which is, a, it, it, I, I'm not lying. I don't want to ruin the magic for anyone, but it's a feat. Like it really is a feat. And it's kind of disturbing. I'm going to be honest. Because it, it's when you a little see unsettling too when you walk unsettling into Unsettling is maybe the word. Disturbing is maybe too. Disturbing. <laughs> so the Ernesto thing. Yeah. It, I, I wish he had sung. Like that would have really blown my mind. He wasn't singing when we were there because sure. I don't think you could do that really. But he, he was does, talking. He, he, Ernesto does sing. He just, he, he dubs it over. He Mariah so he carries it. he was talking and then he dubs over. Yeah. So all that to say, that was very, very cool. Oh, and we got to see, because um, I was dressed as Maleficent, 
I was kind of cosplaying Maleficent. Got to see her. She was awesome. She was like, you're welcome for providing the reason why everyone is staring at you tonight. (laughs) She's great. Like she was so good. And Maleficent was my favorite as a kid. I I love Maleficent. I think she's so cool. I also want to talk about, I don't know where I heard that they were like low on candy. Like Oogie Boogie doesn't give you candy. They wouldn't stop giving us candy. You know what I need more of? What? I want a special episode of Unlimited Time Magic meant just for me. I want a great community. I want voting privileges. And sometimes I want to be harassed by Liam Bunn. And all of that can be yours. You know what I want? What? For you never to do that voice again. And also to be in the shot. (laughs) So seriously, we would love it if you would join us on Patreon, but there's no pressure. I'm holding sunscreen because Liam just bought it for me. But yeah, there's no no pressure. There's no pressure, but you might get so think of Patreon as your own sunblock. Without us, you could survive, but you'd be burned. We cannot do what we do without you. Do be do. You can find our Patreon by searching in the search engine at patreon.com or in our link tree found in our Instagram. For as little as $5 a month, you get one bonus episode every single month, behind the scenes footage, helpful tricks and hints to your favorite parks, and one really great community. Links can be found in the link tree. Honest to God. So really none of us wanted candy. So we were like, like we got a pretty good amount. And then we were like, we good. Now, the one thing I would say is I had heard that they don't give you treat bags. They totally do give you treat bags. I had, um, but they won't hand you the candy. So if you don't have a treat bag, you have to open a backpack bag. or some kind of bag. They won't they just are not give allowed it to, to you. give it to but you. But they did give us treat bags. So which is funny though because they didn't give Kelsey and I treat bags. We went looking yeah, but for the I treat got bags. a treat bag. Why did I get a treat bag and, and I didn't, didn't because I, don't I gave know. you mine. Maybe for all of a sudden mm-hmm. maybe they were low and they had to go get it and we came in. Yeah, I don't know. So um, if you want a treat bag, I would maybe recommend coming in a little earlier. You're allowed to come into the park starting at two, three, 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 three o'clock, which, which is really is why different. if you're a local too, it really makes sense as to why it sells out because the wait times were very short for actual attractions while we were there. Right. Um, I mean, really short. We basically, I did Walk we wait at all? Yeah, we walked on everything. So if you don't want to pay for a day ticket, you don't have an annual pass, you could really take your kids and do everything in DCA easily in that time before, frame. And, before the party starts. Correct. And still have time to do, and you can still do lightning lane if you wanted to. Gosh, if you had done lightning lane starting at three o'clock, forget it. You could have done everything correct. you wanted to do. Which we'll talk about times. in the Disneyland video uh, in the right. next episode next week, because both Jen and I both did. Uh, and then it ran day. until what 11? Yes, 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 okay. yes. So, like, so tree trail wise, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So, it's eight hours that you can be in the park. So, basically, a full day, right? Right. I, I, I think that's actually a great point that Jen is making of like go early and ride the rides because Jen, uh, all four of us, the, the team was we got into the park, we were like, great, what's our prior, like, what's our priorities? And we all were like, mm. um, and I said, my only priority. I want to see Agatha. They're like, great, let's just go do that now. The starting at six or seven o'clock, the um, tree trails that have the characters did have longer lines. They weren't crazy 25 minute long, but they were obviously 10, 15 minutes. There were a lot of people. You're constantly moving. You literally stop one uh, tree trail. There are four candy stops, two at the beginning, two at the end, the character typically in the middle. 
So it's a lot. Like you get a lot of candy, yo. And we were like, what Jen said, we were like, nah, 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 nah. We saw Ernesto. We saw Sid, which my roommate really loves Sid. I really love Sid. He's really funny. And um, so I got a video for him. So we'll probably post that on Instagram. His, well, my all roommate's I can think he was is he kept going, I'm 11. I, that's my favorite. We were on Mickey, Mickey's Fun Wheel or whatever, Mickey's Pal Around. And we're like st- sitting there and all we keep saying, no, I'm 11 and awesome. And I said, I love this so much. And so I did that and that was super fun. We decided if we go next year, we're going to give him an offering of Pop-Tarts. We're just going to like lay Pop-Tarts already. (laughs) And he's like, yes. And my favorite is I go, what did I say? I said, what's his, uh, what's that's name? And it's the disturbing toy with like two legs. Yeah. And I said, what's his, he's like, it's the long tarantular terror. He said something long. And I said, okay, awesome. That makes sense. Um, didn't and even then, skip a beat. Didn't even skip a beat. Um, so that's kind of all of our character interactions. Um, I did end the night with seeing Madame Mim because uh, I wanted to see Madame Mim. I was sad that I missed Madame Mim. I'm also she's... sad we missed Mother Gothel. I am upset we didn't do that. I never even knew where she was, though. She where was, was next she? to Grizzly Bear Run. I saw the oh, entrance. Oh, shoot. We to- well, we'll just have to go back. That's all yeah, there is. Yeah, what oh, a great you know- addition. You know, what we didn't talk addition. about too was um, the Guardians um, oh, change. Oh, right, was, right, right, right. Which was cute. I prefer the regular Guardians, but it was cute. So I want to bring up, um, let me finish Madam Mim though, yes. Jen. Madam Mim, yes, she, please. I, we saw her literally in the last 10 minutes. So first off, they closed the candy trail. So it was, they were like, there's no candy, only Madam Mim. And I said, what? Yeah. Okay. And so they were they were dead. Madam <laughs> Mim was pretending to sleep. So she's and I literally was like, Mim! and I screamed, and she literally went, <gasps> and she was like, Oh, that's so cute. She's like, you waited for me. And I said, um, best for last. And she rolled wait, off. Wait, do they the even chair. know who does everyone even know who she is though? Because she's from Sword in the Stone, and not everybody she's, watches Sword in the Stone. No, but she's the best part. And she's like, What's yeah. your favorite ice cream? And I was like, I was like, ah, and she, as, as I was trying to answer, she went, mine's dirt. <laughs> she's, she's just really funny. And Kelsey hates characters. Like she hates them. And she literally, and like Madame M was trying to talk to her. She was like, no, you're going to talk to me. And I was like, I love that. And Madame, but Kelsey just points to, she goes, what's the owl's name? And like, now you know who what Kelsey is like. So she's like, what's, what's the owl's name? Archimedes. And she Archimedes. Goes, she goes, it's Archimedes. <laughs> And it was just so funny. And I'll post that interact. We'll do a reel or something. But Jen wants to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy After Dark uh, or Monsters After Dark, something like that. I can look it up. There's literally a map in front of me. Um, So to give you a little bit of background as to, I hated the tower there. Like I did not like Tower of Terror at Disneyland, at DCA. Um, For anybody who doesn't know DCA, Disney California Adventure, why aren't the rides on here? The... I don't know. Um, so just yeah, let me know, was... y'all, that the map only has um, street trails and photo opportunities. Oh, no, you know who else had an overlay where they Ooh. just changed uh, the music was um, that car, Luigi's. Oh, Luigi's that was car, really the thing where they cute. danced. They did Halloween music for that. That was super cute. Yeah. Um, which I also learned that Tony Shalhoub voiced that character. Hello. Yeah, I know. Monk. I know. It's amazing. The Disney catalog of amazing actors that have voiced is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. But this Guardians of the Galaxy overlay, I love Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. 
I think it is a much better ride than Tower of Terror was. We have the Tower of Terror you should ride. Let's be honest. The thing that always frustrates me about that ride, my cast members coming out, it's just an inefficient load system. It's mm-hmm. not the cast member's fault. It's not anyone's fault. The way the ride layout actually is done, like with the two-door elevator situation. It's and if just there's crazy. anything worse than the ride loading system, it's listening to Liam complain about the ride. It's no <laughs> one's fault, Jen. We got and Jen's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, and guess what? We're like, for the this, troops. This is Liam. See? See? I'm like, I know, baby. I know. It's all right. Just and calm I'm literally down. like this against a railing. <laughs> After Dark is rated like PG-13. So like there's warnings everywhere. That's like, if you have a child, be careful. Which was ridiculous because it wasn't even. Jen was being crazy on that ride. I was a she little She was literally like, this. she's like, I'm just, I'm scared. Look at me. I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. And oh, shut like, up. And she'd be on the ride, she'd be like, <laughs> But like right. actual kind of screaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jen, mm-hmm. are you actually scared or is this a bit? And she's like, I don't know. Like she was like burying the lead. Okay, you make me seem so ridiculous. Maybe I am. Here's the thing. You were doing a if, long bit with this. If you tell me that something is going to be terrifying, I can get, we were just talking about this on Twitter because I had an imaginary friend and my mom flipped out and like ran me to the pediatrician, like thought I had schizophrenia. And the doctor was like, she just has a really active imagination and she's the youngest of three by eight years. And she's probably a little lonely to so leave her alone. And that's that's on your trauma. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying. But I like preemptively get myself worked up and it wasn't even really that scary. So I was being very dramatic. The best part is I wrote it during the day, which I find it really impressive that the the pre-show, the ride itself, even the cast member costumes, there's a slight change. And that flip, that changeover is really fast. Even the um, the Rocky Raccoon is different, which that I did not expect. They reprogrammed the, okay, so here's the thing. The rest of it, I'm like, okay, it's a movie. So reshooting a whole movie to do the ride. Okay, fine. There's not any reprogramming, but but I'm saying re-editing it to to that. But then reanimating, well, not reanimating, but like changing what Rocky says, that can't be easy. That's a big deal. And that thing goes down all the time, so. So Guardians of the Galaxy, people, yeah, people are like, it's really scary. And then I wrote it during the day. It's not that different. Like it really is not that different. So if your kid can handle it during the day, be ready for some maybe more intense. Jump scares. Uh, there are some jump scares. And there's some, and the bass is pretty heavy. Like it's rocking and rolling. It's a little more like it's, it's sin- like it's sinister, but it's not anything mm-hmm. that's like going to scar your child. I don't think. Um, at least in my opinion. Um, but the last thing that I think, uh, was a huge takeaway was Villain's Grove. What is it called? Villain's Lair? What is it called? Villain's Grove. Grove. No, you got it. Villain's Grove. So (sighs) if I had to explain, we didn't know what it was and nobody explained it. Which was fun. It was fun to have. So mark it right now. If like you're going to go soon and you don't know what it is and you don't want to be spoiled, this point, skip ahead. And we'll have Liam put in the show notes like when the spoilers are over. Is that fair? Yeah. Because that was the best way to experience, quite frankly, without knowing. One, do it at the end of the night, the last 45 minutes of the event. Two, do it when it is dark. I'm not sure if it was open during the day. 
no, don't do it. You want pitch black. You want it as dark as possible. Correct. We thought maybe there were characters, which I think previous years they did put characters in them at one point. The no characters. And a multi-sensory experience walking through the actual like aura energy of the villains minds mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now hearkening back hearkening <laughs> back Hearken. to what i said I before about my very active imagination you have got to be a person stop it with the black and white cookie you're just torturing me it's just not right man plus yeah it doesn't matter anyway um i'm so distracted by the cookie so no don't do that okay so here's the thing Cassiopeia. If you are a person who doesn't enjoy like art installations or sensory experiences, if you're super, super, super literal, okay, this may be lost on you. You may literally be like, I don't get it. I'm not saying that that's not okay, but if you're someone who is really into art and experiences and theater and drama and lighting and projection and an integration of all of those things, it will blow your mind because you, you, you actually, even as I think, even if someone told you what it was, as you walk through, you would be like, I still don't really know what I'm looking at, but right. they take you through. And it says on the map, I didn't see this until after on the map at the beginning, it says which villains were walking through, like the sign, because I took a picture oh, of the sign, I was like, and it had like the that one of them was, um, you know, just all of the things. I, right. I can't even it's remember. It's like the now. Queen, Scar, yeah. Queen of um, Hearts, uh, the one from Little Mermaid, Ursula, the, Ursula, um, uh, Maleficent, right? Um, oh, uh, the villain from um, Tiana. Uh, Dr. Facilier. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Facilier. Facilier. And, and some are more literal than others. Like the mm -hmm. Dr. Facilier one was projected onto the sidewalk. So it was a lot more literal. And of course the music was playing that was that. But then at the very end, there's this like, and it's <laughs> sort of like the redemption of the forest moment, I would call it, where the trees, right? The trees are are look like they're magically moving, but y'all, Keep in mind, and we probably should have prefaced this, prefaced it with this if you've never been to Disneyland. This is all happening on this Creekwood Challenge Trail that is like a children's play area with wooden bridges and tons of trees. Like it is a actual forest that kids can climb and play. It's an awesome, awesome area. So you're they're working with all the natural elements right. to make this like it was. And it is just, I cannot say enough. It is not to be missed. My only regret is that we didn't have time to go through it a second time because I would have liked to have paid a little bit more attention. Because um, we really didn't know. We didn't know. Jen we was just like overwhelmed. in overload. Jen, Jen was like, what do we do? What do we do? I, and I said, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I said, uh, it, was it was cool. Because wild. we also were all having separate experiences. We weren't talking through it. We weren't like, oh my God, look at this. We weren't overtly taking That's videos That's the thing too, no either. one was talking. Like no it was, was crowded in there. And, and kids I were there, like kids were footage, in there. But, and I, not talking. Correct. So you th think about an experience that is so immersive and so like off-putting that you've got a ton of little kids who are like, not talking. their eyes are big as saucers and nobody's speaking. Everyone's just like That's walking cool. through it together. 
crazy. And it, the best part is that Forrest redemption moment, which I love that you called it that, um, that Jen was talking about, we were walking. It was Dr. Sarah Merrill, Kelsey, me. Jen was somewhere. We all were walking through and collect at the same time. I, we all went, kind of feels like we're going to heaven. And like <laughs> Dr. Sarah Merrill went, that's exactly what I was saying. Kelsey was like, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's exactly what I was just thinking. And it was, it was crazy. It is the thing with the longest wait, hands yeah. down. Um, yeah. the rot however, though, I would say the line looks a lot more intimidating than it actually is. Correct. Because it did move. We we moved pretty much right. the whole time. Pretty much the only things you'll be like standing and waiting for is meet and greets, like traditional wait in line meet and greets, because the characters come and go. They don't stay for the entire four hours or well, five hours that they're there. So um, contrasting to Mickey's not so scary, this was the mm, big thing Liam and I both said. Right. I would say half as crowded easily, maybe mm -hmm. even less than half as crowded. Mm -hmm. The other thing is DCA is so much smaller. It is ideal for a party. One of my frustrations with uh, Mickey's not so scary is it's really impossible to traverse the whole park and do everything that you want to do in the span of the party. Whereas at DCA, that's very easy to do because it's, right. everything's just super close to everything else. Right. And it was just like, at one point, Sarah was like, we could walk in this whole area. Like we could dance here. Like there was just so much open space, which right. if Mickey's not so scary. There's like no open space. I'd, I'd agree. Um, and like Jen said earlier in the episode, you could prioritize rides, but it even seems like the event, I don't know, doesn't even have rides on this map. So the priority is not the rides in the slightest. Right. It is characters. Uh, You're going to want to do rides from three to six. Basically, if you can't get Correct. in until three, then do it from three and to six. The sad part is, which when you listen to next week's episode, which is the Disneyland DCA episode, um, that's a big thing that I took away is you could do DCA in four hours. So um, the yeah. reality is at Oogie Boogie, it, it, it is a choose your own adventure. Um, and of course, the evening not didn't end with, but one of the last things we did before the Villains Grove is the parade, which is called the Frightfully Fun Parade which uh, DCA parades, I've never seen one. This was, you know, uh, one of my second Disneyland parade ever because I only saw yeah. Paint the Night. Um, I I thought it was really great. I thought it was really fun. I thought uh, thematically and tonally, I thought the choreography and tone of the parade all matched with each other really well, um, which was fun. I didn't expect this contemporary take on some Disney classics of like, movement wise it wasn't it wasn't the traditional parade movement it was contemporary dance it, it was, was either very hip -hop uh, and or... this is a this is a very uh hoity-toity word but it was very avant-garde it yeah. was very much um almost more like what what i've learned to expect from disneyland paris yeah um whereas and that is a difference between disneyland and disney world disneyland has a lot more freedom of expression than disney world does and even things like mickey and minnie and at the disneyland parade and, and this is interesting i was thinking this about uh, when they're at disneyland park as well at disneyland you will see mickey and minnie not on a float a lot more you will see them with a parade they they are uh, much more choreographed at Disneyland than they right. are at Walt Disney World. Um, I mean, Mickey and Minnie in that parade were on their dancing. own. They were dancing. They were dancing. There was 
it extemporaneously yeah. dancing like you never would see that right. at Walt Disney World and yeah. it was just delightful and they, it's they very kissed. rare I saw them a lot more together at my time at Disneyland yeah. than I've, I've never seen, seen them kiss. at Disney World oh and I was and like, like you mom like, and dad but kissing it's, it was, <laughs> but it was like so natural and dare I say I believed in them more as a couple on the west coast than i, I do it. in florida but i thought but i thought what you said tonally about also the inspiration of dc i think does a really nice job at welcoming especially the spanish culture around california yes. and yes. i'm not saying that has anything to do with the parade but i have seen so many events the coco show which we'll talk about a little bit uh, in the disneyland episode uh but the, the coco show the food and wine festival that they have the celebrating uh, spanish uh, heritage month um, yep. So what Jen said, there's a lot more liberty and inspiration from different cultures, even within the movement yep. of like a simple parade. Um, I thought the dead waltzers were really fun and different from uh, our traditional ones here at Buda U. Um, oh, and the and the headless horseman was pristine, and we were so close. What's his name? Such What's a great the character's name before um, the Ichabod Crane? I want to be him. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Ichabod Crane is not the headless horseman. But that's just the fun little, little yeah, character yeah. before the horseman. Yeah, and then yeah. the guys on stilts freaked out. Oh, yeah, out. that was Ichabod Crane. No, that's yeah, correct. That was right. Ichabod Crane before the horseman. Yeah. Um, but Jen, how did you feel about the stilts? Talk about Jen's dramatic face. It was wild. It was, you know what? You make fun of my exuberance just like my family does. Like, I enjoy things, okay? I, don't I, be jealous. I'm, just guess that what? I can it's feel almost like things. going to Disneyland with a child. I just want to watch it their is face. Like, no, no, that's my Jen everyone goes, that has whoosh. ever been to anything with me would share that sentiment. It is, <laughs> I just, I, I went <sighs> to, yeah, it's it's fun. The, the stilts were really cool. unexpected. And very talented dancers. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a crazy person for choreography. And so the choreography was excellent. It's a much shorter parade than Booty U. Which I think is um, a thing for DCA in general, just shorter yeah, parades. Yeah, which I didn't, I did not mind. Like I like me a nice, concise parade. We had no problem finding a decent spot to watch it. It was like we literally just like stepped up and we were right there. There. Right. Um yeah, so it 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 was the night. I have to say, I had very low expectations going in, and it blew my expectations away. So many elements of it, I totally get it now as to why it sells people out. Love it. I totally get why people were paying like six hundred dollars for tickets on eBay, like insanity. Um, I, I wouldn't do that, obviously, but I get why somebody would because I I was thinking in my mind. People just want tickets to this because it's an Instagrammable moment and everyone wants those pictures. It was not that. And it was really an it experience. It can be that if you want it to be. But I suppose, I but we were able to do so much and really enjoy an evening that had its own flavor, totally different than DCA during the day. And I just thought it was delightful. And it, I think it is an event that you do... I'm happy with the way we went because it was like a choose your own adventure. We had no idea. But if you do choose to plan out your night a little bit more, I think it's still just as enjoyable. I knew that I wanted to see Agatha. I knew I wanted to see Madame Mim and Sid. So there are things that you can do and that it's it's you can put in a bit more work and get a little bit more out of it, I bet, um, than uh, what we did, but it was still just as enjoyable. I do want to touch on some, maybe some things that we wish, not that they had changed, but some moments of improvement. I have it right here. One, 
the closing at 11. Yeah, come on. Especially when the, the Disneyland was open till midnight. Let's just do 12. Agreed. Now, Jen was ready to leave at 11. Oh, um, God. I was ready to leave at nine as far as exhaustion is concerned, but I correct. pushed past. But um, I just wish it was open a little later. That's all. Um, and like I said, I rolled up to the Madame M Street Trail and she said, we have no candy. I said, it's 1050. <laughs> You're telling me you got no candy? And I was like, I know you got candy. Do better. That's honestly my only like kind of like feedback is the hours. I'm like, I just wish it was yeah. a little longer. Yeah. Do you have anything? Oh, I, I know what I was going to say too, is um, the one thing that the security guard at the Grand Californian had told me is, is that the line for security um, between like 2.30 and 3 o'clock was, was like an hour to wait for security. So if you are, if you already have a day pass, I would recommend either getting in way earlier, like going in at like one o'clock, maybe scheduling like a late lunch somewhere, taking your time. Or if you're like Sarah and I, and we didn't need to get there at three, we didn't go in until like 5.15. And we Kelsey walked and right I didn't in, go in no until problem. five. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. walked right in. And so. I would recommend that. And you can stay in the park if you admission, you have admission to Not So Scary. You can stay in DCA and just get a wristband. There's little ports. They can be like, hi, yeah. I have a day reservation, but I'm also here for Not, uh, not So Scary for uh, Oogie Boogie. Here's my wrist. Oogie Boogie, highly recommend. I loved it. You're going to get a whole lot of content over on our Instagram run, run by the incredible Annalise, who's our social media manager. Uh, and yeah. you're going to get some YouTube videos too, right? Didn't you? So next videos? week, okay. uh, we are doing a series. Once every two weeks, you are getting a vlog from specifically my Disneyland trip. So two out of the uh, four days, you'll get some Jen LaForge in those videos. Uh, but if you want to see my face experiencing Disneyland, uh, the vlogs are coming. They're super fun and kind of short little stints of our trip. We of us going to Blue Bayou to us going to Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie has its own video because I had now been to Disneyland twice before. This is my third time. I felt comfortable being like, cool, I've been here now. I want to vlog it because I just want to remember things. So uh right specifically unlimited time vlogs unlimited vlogs i'm calling it um and you're gonna get them throughout the year it's not gonna be a regular old thing of like weekly vlogs what would you even see um but you'll get it'd be like jenna liam and, and his like, cat surely going to work <laughs> um follow us on instagram follow us on uh of course youtube because that's where you're gonna get the yeah. vlogs they're not going on the podcast app however the patrons helped us create this trip. No joke. Yeah. I would put a question on Patreon on my phone, literally there being like, well, guys, what do we want to do? Do you want me to live stream? Do you want me to do this? Like, I want to do something. I'm feeling creative. And they would respond. There's like 10 people every time that would respond. Um, they help us create content and they help us make this show the best it can possibly be. So please, if you want to be a patron of us, support us. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, and yes, next we week would love that. That'd be amazing. Literally, because I need to pay Jen something. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, next week is Disneyland episode. So please, my friends, have an amazing week. And Jen's going to enjoy her Florida. Yeah, stay safe. Please, if please stay Florida. safe. And I mean, everybody stay safe, but especially if you're in Florida. Correct. And keep an eye on our Instagram page because we are going to give back this week to try to help raise some funds for uh hurricane relief uh we, you know us at the show we love to get back to the community we love being a positive yep. uh, reinforcement 
for people in need who need our help and people do need our help right now. So keep an eye on our Instagram. We might do like a live stream charity thing. Haven't been decided. We have to have a meeting about it first. Um, and enjoy your week, my friends. Stay magical. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Another episode of Unlimited Time Magic is through. Please follow us on Instagram at, at Unlimited Time Magic. Uh, support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that. Plenty of benefits. It's really, really great. And we're not on Main Street, but we will see you on Main Street. Look, Tower of Terror. Uh, nailed it.